0: On January 1st, 2008, a young woman from Dublin, Ireland, says goodbye to her friend and leaves her house in Malaga, Spain. She is never seen again. You're listening to the Mysterious Brew Podcast, and tonight we bring you the case of Amy Fitzpatrick.
1: Pollen field basement,
0: dude. It's the pause. Deadly.
1: If you are in deadly. the yeah, if you are in the south, welcome to yellow car season. It's gonna last for another month. Ugh. I know, and everybody's like, "Man, well, at least we got some rain." I'm like, "Yeah, all that did was make them go hey and explode the next day with all the wind." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we had some feedback on the. Uh, what is it, The uh, Pickering case, Lost Boys of Pickering. Uh, oh, yeah? Yep, Peace Cat uh, commented and said that she wanted to let us know that in March in Pickering, the water is freezing, and she typed that in all caps. Uh, she also kind of echoed what you said about the Great Lakes. She said Lake Ontario is ridiculously huge. It doesn't even get warm in the middle of the humid summer. And she also said that the water tricycles are super hard to flip and it would just sit on the water. It would not sink. That's the way they are designed. Thank you, peace cat.
0: That I mean, just saying that, that's all the more reason why I think that that was a BS. I don't think there was a tricycle involved at all in their disappearance because it's exactly right. I mean, they're not going to stink. You're going to find them. Seeing the Great Lakes is something everybody should do. You can't, you can't fathom what what someone's talking about when they tell you how big it is until you've seen it yourself. And it's just it's they're insane. Yeah, just there's a reason why they're called great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to think of all the shipwrecks up there on those, and I mean big shipwrecks. It's not we're talking freighters, so yeah. But anyway, enough of the the bills, Niels. Uh we, well, are, we got a five-star review. That's true. I'm sorry. I forgot all about
0: that. With a little bit of constructive criticism with it, which is always good. Uh, CSB1209 said, good stuff from the moist basement. Cool podcast. I enjoy the Southern accents. They cover interesting cases. Some of my favorite cases, Missy Bevers, and some I've never heard of and enjoy learning about. I look forward to your new releases every week. Just a side note. Not sure if it's just me, but I have to turn my volume way up for your podcast when I don't use my earbuds. Only one I have to do that for. You know, I I, I've noticed that myself. We I have to put it on full volume to hear us. Seeing, I don't. Somebody should get their shit together. (laughs) 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 Somebody should get their shit together and fix that. I don't
1: understand because it's all like I'm. I've been checking levels since we switched over to the new board and stuff like that but i mean i don't know man it's it just it just it, this whole thing grips my butt when it comes to these sound levels because what yeah. i think is going on is good and i'll you know i'll monitor it when we first start and it'll be registering right well then when i go back to edit it there's sections of it where it's like man you're whispering and i'm like but i didn't change anything i'm not
0: touched it yeah that's weird it is weird yeah I've noticed that our intro is usually louder than the rest of the show.
1: I've noticed that too. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're just two dumbasses. What, what can you do? Just keep loving us, is all I can tell you.
0: <laughs> we'll keep getting better. We'll keep, tr- we'll at least try.
1: That's right. I will try to troubleshoot and see what I can find out, but let's get after it. We are going to discuss Amy Fitzpatrick.
0: And I meant to put in the intro that. Her disappearance is not going to be the only tragedy to strike her family. No, which it is. We not. will have to get into a little later, but yeah, this is
1: this one's a doozy. And I had not heard of her before you brought it to my attention. And man, it just kept, i just kept finding stuff, kept finding stuff, and kept finding stuff. So yeah. But Amy was born on February seventh, nineteen ninety-two, in Dublin, Ireland, to Audrey and Christopher Fitzpatrick, and she had an older brother named Dean. Now, the family was from the Kulak area, which is a small village outside of Dublin. When Amy was 12, her mother and father divorced and Audrey moved to Mijas Costa in Malaga, Spain. Now, Malaga is a very popular destination for UK and Irish. They said in the article, I saw expats, but basically, if you're leaving Ireland and the UK and you're still staying in Europe, a lot of people go to Malaga, Spain. That's interesting. She moved with her mom, her brother, and her mom's new boyfriend, Dave Mahone. Now, her father, Christopher, would remain in Ireland after the divorce, and from all accounts, Amy and Dean did not want to go to Spain with Mama and the new boyfriend. Now, this would have been a very difficult time for Amy due to her being a preteen and the whole hormones are raging. She's about to leave every friend she's ever known, the life that she's known, and she's moving to a foreign country. And... Hard owner is probably an understatement because Amy was basically couch surfing with any friends that would allow her to stay with them. Now, it was stated that when a family would get tired of having a prolonged overnight guest, she would leave and look for another friend to crash with. Amy was not happy in Spain and wanted to go back to Ireland. She was meant to go back to visit family on Boxing Day 2007, And if you don't know what Boxing Day is, that's the day after Christmas. But her mother changed her mind because she wanted to spend New Year's with her new boyfriend, Dave Mahone. Of course. Yeah. Now, according to Friends of Amy, this completely devastated her. And Audrey, I guess, tried to patched things up and said that she was planning to take amy back to ireland in february and they were already packing their bags for the trip yes there this that whole last statement is dripping with sarcasm if you have not <laughs> figured it out yet i don't have a whole lot of nice things to say about audrey right now but and they're gonna get worse so anyway anyway Amy had a difficult relationship with Dave and is quoted as saying, he makes my skin crawl. That's uh, never good. No. And this is by her friend, close friend, Ashley Rose, and her mother, Debbie. Now, Amy is even reported to have slept in a field because she was so miserable at home when she couldn't find friends to crash with. If you're sleeping in a field instead of going to your home to sleep in your bed it's got to be a shitty situation
0: yeah no doubt i mean i would never choose to sleep in a field i don't like
1: i don't like camping much less just sleeping sleeping on the hard-ass ground
0: no my idea of camping is a you know four-bedroom cabin
1: yes (laughs) yes with either central heat and air or a massive fireplace So Amy was trying everything in her power to stay away from that house. She would go days absent from school and ultimately stopped attending altogether. Now, parents of her friends have said that she would turn up in the middle of the school day looking for someone to hang out with, and they have also said that she would appear to be malnourished and, quote, dirty. And it's not like filthy, dirty, I think it's one of those things where they could kind of notice that she may have been wearing the same clothes that they saw her in a couple of days prior.
0: Yeah, she did. She had bathed. Yeah.
1: And I don't think it was by choice. So, in 2005, the mother of one of Amy's friends sent a letter to the Irish Embassy in Madrid asking authorities to take interest in Amy's welfare. In the handwritten letter, the woman said that Amy was very unhappy in Spain, that she was scared for her safety, and that she would probably disappear. Now, Amy's mother, Audrey, acknowledged the existence of that letter, but she said that the woman who wrote the letter was someone who Amy was staying with and that she wrote the letter as a way to make money. I never found what kind of money she would be making from this, but that's what Amy's mother, Audrey, had stated.
0: You're writing the embassy? That is insane.
1: Well, see, and the other thing is, the making money part's insane, because if you were going to make money, you would have released it to the tabloids, not the embassy. Yeah. But anyway, Audrey stated that the woman wanted to keep Amy with her in her house, which she considered was not very respectable, and that she had to threaten this lady over the phone to get Amy to come back home. Ma'am, you need to... Take a step back. If your daughter's not wanting to come home and one of her friends' mother writes the embassy, you might not be doing that whole parenting thing correctly.
0: Yeah. You might want to question what you're doing.
1: Now, people who knew... Give it to, another look. Yeah. Maybe just take in some constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Now, people who knew the woman that wrote the letter stated that she lived in a very stable environment and that Amy was extremely safe living there and that she had stayed there many, many times. Amy's father stated that he knew about the letter and that he took it very seriously. There's not a whole lot about the divorce because we're across the pond, but I have a feeling that there's something went down where he just does not have a whole lot of say in what happened. Uh, Yeah. For them to be able to leave the country with no visitation rights, I don't know if there was—I I didn't see anything that you would expect to see in the States when that occurs, but I, just, I feel so bad for him because, hell, he can't see his daughter, and it's not like he can hop on a, a bus and or get in a car and go see her, so— Amy's journal painted a life not so rosy either. In one entry, she draws herself living in a cardboard box with an arrow pointing to bins where she gets her food. She writes, quote, I smell of dog shit, and I haven't had a shower in two years. And I moved into my new house today, and it's quite small, and it's not been painted. I am hoping to paint my cardboard box soon. Huh. We know that she wasn't living in a cardboard box or eating out of trash... Well, we don't know if she wasn't eating out of trash can. We know she wasn't living in cardboard boxes.
0: She had things available. Right. She was doing those things. She didn't have to.
1: Right. I think she's... In this journal, I think she's really... It's not a literal sense of the word that she wrote. I think that's how she's trying to relay how she felt about living in Spain.
0: I think you're right.
1: So Amy spent the whole day of... New Year's Eve 2007 with her close friend, Ashley Rose, and Amy was helping babysit Ashley's little brother at Ashley's home in the Calypso development. On January 1st, New Year's Day of 2008, Ashley's mother reported that her daughter, Ashley, and Amy spent most of the day at their home. They went out for a few hours to go to the Calahonda Market, now, it is worth noting that Amy had two cell phones, and a lot of people are going to be like, what? Two cell phones? <laughs> um, but it's not as... The way I read it, and I'd read it on multiple things, it's not as, like, glaring, nefarious things going on like we would think about here in the States. Basically, she had one that she had had for a couple of years before she left Ireland, and she kept that, whether... It had service or not, I didn't know. But I think it was almost like a, a digital uh, contact list. She had her friends back in Ireland. She had their phone numbers. She had her father's phone number. So she could look back if she, and use her, I guess you could say, Spanish cell phone and go back and forth. I think that's why there's two cell phones. I think she just, being a lazy teenager, she didn't swap it over and she didn't copy them over. She just figured, hell, I'll, you know, I'll just use this one.
0: Well, it's also, I mean, the fact that she's got an Irish phone and a Spanish phone. I mean, if you're using an Irish phone in Spain, that's just got to get expensive.
1: Yes, and you're (laughs) you're exactly right.
0: I don't know what Roman charges are over there, but... (laughs) If they're anything like (laughs) they are over here. It can't be cheap, man. No, it can't be.
1: So, like all teenage girls that everyone is aware of, Amy was never without either of those cell phones. So, around 10 p.m. on New Year's Day of 2008... Amy leaves Ashley's house, and by all accounts, it was a short walk from her friend's house back to her actual home with her mom and the boyfriend and her brother. The definition of a short walk in the U.S. is not the same as a short walk in Europe. Because I'm thinking a short walk's like less than a half a mile, maybe a quarter of a mile across the street. No. It's
0: just because you're lazy.
1: Well, we are lazy Americans. I will admit. I will well, state that.
0: You're lazy. Oh. lazy.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you're right. You've been you're getting that cardio in, walking back and forth at that store, looking at the Chubacabra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was stated in newspapers in Spain that this was a two kilometer walk at That's night. Okay. okay maybe. <laughs> and it was a trail. <laughs> It's not it's not a paved sidewalk. It's not well lit. It's a trail through the not wilderness, but it's just not I mean, it's just not lit. I guess my biggest thing is it is not lit. She is going strictly on detail and maybe a cell phone light.
0: Just because you're
1: scared of the dark doesn't mean she was. Look, I still got my Superman night light, and don't you make fun of it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, a walk that Amy purportedly Made all the time. So it was no big deal to her. The bad thing is, after she leaves Ashley Rose's house, she has not been seen or heard from since. Now, there was an unconfirmed sighting of her at a bar later on in the evening, and they said she was with an older man. But again, that's unconfirmed. There was no video evidence that it was her. It may just be strictly rumor But that was in everything that I had seen. Amy was not officially reported missing until the 3rd of January. And the Spanish police were alerted then. And they do a pretty good job. They start an investigation immediately. They call in the Spanish Civil Guard and they start looking for her. And they retrace the route that she walked and the places that she was known to go they bring in a helicopter, they bring in canines to help with the search. Now Amy's mother Audrey told police that the last time she heard from her daughter was on the morning of New Year's Day when she called Amy to wish her a happy new year. She also stated that Amy didn't have a history of running away and she believed that she didn't leave on her own accord. Just it takes all I have to to state that because I just want to find this lady in pimp (laughs) slapper no she didn't have a history of running away ma'am she slept on other people's couches because she didn't want to be under your roof but anyway now Amy I
0: mean honest to God you really gotta like evaluate your situation if your own daughter would rather sleep in a field that's my biggest thing man and, and be under the same roof as your your boyfriend
1: and she's 15 is that
0: right yeah something like that yeah
1: it just breaks my heart, man. She, I guess it breaks my heart because it's, it's kind of like, well, it's no, it's nothing like, but the only thing I can equate it to is it's kind of like the new kid in school, man. She just doesn't have any friends. Everything she knew was jerked away from her when her parents divorced and her mama just ripped her out of there and took her to Italy.
0: Yeah. It's not like she moved to a different school. She moved to a different damn country.
1: Right. I mean, it's, I don't know man I, I I my heart goes out for her my and just the situation leading up to her disappearance I just she's one of those kids you just want to put your arm around and tell her it's going to be all right and she's got to tough it out and she's going to do great you know and it just man it just breaks my heart but anyway like I said they brought in canines they brought in helicopters Amy's mom's spouting nonsense and Her dad actually arrives in Malaga to help search for his daughter that, I believe it was the third. If not the third, it was the fourth. Now, authorities find both of Amy's cell phones in her room at Audrey and Super Dave's house. Oh, wow. So, she made it home. And that's going to lead you to believe that she, in fact, or not she, in fact, that Audrey... Her mom is, in fact, lying about last seeing her or last talking to her. Because I don't feel like she's, if she's been gone for two days and, but again, and I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth this time, she's not, this is a mom that's not really concerned if your daughter's sleeping in a field. So she may have just snuck in and tried to sleep and then left. I don't know. But her phone showing up at home either means that someone placed them there or she made it home. That's your only two options.
0: Yeah. Somehow the phone's got home.
1: That's right, baby. Eat like E.T., the phone's got home.
0: <laughs>
1: so not long after Amy went missing, Audrey hires some private investigators. She actually hires the same ones that worked on the Madeline McCann case.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: So both the police and the media soon started investigating Amy's life prior to her disappearance, interviewing her friends, interviewing her teachers, any acquaintances. And they discovered that, just like we have described, Amy's life's not very stable. And they also discovered that Amy had actually not been enrolled in any school in Spain since 2006. Wow. And many people that knew her stated that she was extremely unhappy in Mijas Costas and she wanted to return to Ireland, which from what I can gather, she did not make any bones. She wasn't hiding that
0: fact. No.
1: Now, authorities catch Audrey in a lie when they find out that Amy was staying away from the home for days on end. It was rumored that Amy smoked marijuana and went to nightclubs and bars but a lot of her friends would come out and state that that was not the case and that Amy was actually a very shy person at first, and she just enjoyed hanging out with friends and basically watching TV and doing what teenage girls do. Now, from what I could find, the bars in Mios Costas do not really enforce an age requirement for patrons, so I know it's crazy to think 15-year-olds are in bars over here in the States, but in this town, I don't think it's that big a deal because I also think that has a lot to do with the high population of Irish immigrants too. So, I mean, it's just, it's not a big deal. So I don't think, you know, she may have tried marijuana, but it didn't come out that she was smoking all the time. So like her friends kind of came to her rescue there and tried to defend her.
0: her that was pretty, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Her they image. Her. Yeah. her. But I,
1: I don't know. But anyway, now some of her friends' mothers reported that Amy would often go to their house, like we stated, and ask if they could see. You know, she. It's almost the way it read was that she would show up to her friends' houses, knowing that the, her friends are in school, but she would ask for them, and then her their parents would be like, "Well, Amy, since you're here, won't you come on in, sweetie, and let's? Won't you get something to eat? And you know, basically just mother her. And I yeah. think she was. I don't. Exploiting that's not the word I'm looking at, but I think she used that situation anytime she needed some, she needed to crash somewhere, the weather was bad, or she was hungry. And it doesn't sound like she did it often enough that it was habitual, but I think that was her safety valve when she couldn't find something, you know, a, a safe place to stay or a roof over her head or a meal. So she's not This, this young lady's not stupid by any means. I mean, she had prime opportunity to turn or open that door into some darker aspects of that town probably, and she chose not to. She was, you know, if she hadn't been in school for over a year, she's just basically hanging out at friends' houses and maybe at that market, but she's, you know, she's not really doing a lot of stuff that we see a lot of teenagers that are in her same situation wind up doing over here, so... Again, I just, it may may be totally wrong, but I think, you know, this, this young lady was doing what she could do to survive and keep her nose out of trouble. Yeah. Now, her friend Ashley's mother, Debbie, was one of the last people to see Amy before she went missing and stated that Amy was extremely sad when she showed up at her house because the trip to Ireland had been canceled. Debbie also told the press that despite the images and the stories about Amy that were going around, she was actually, like I stated, a very quiet and shy and lovely girl. Debbie would go on to state that Amy was scared of her mom's boyfriend, Dave. Not just that he made her skin crawl, but she was scared of him. Mm. Now, Debbie and Ashley were able to confirm to the police that Amy had no money when she left their house on New Year's Day. Audrey and Dave strongly deny the accusations that Amy was neglected and that she had an unstable life and that she was scared of Dave. Also stating that she was not going to school because she was being bullied and they just felt it best that she just not go back to school.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: You're so concerned about bullying that you're not going to make her go to school, but she slept in a field because she doesn't want to come home. Yeah. I I mean,
0: that that makes perfect sense to me.
1: I may have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. (laughs) (laughs) I want to punch Audrey and Dave in the face. In the face.
0: You can. All you got to do is buy a plane ticket. Yeah,
1: that's true. You think I can get over there and pop both of them in the mouth and then get back on the...
0: Yeah, just right back on the tarmac. Yeah.
1: Y'all just, (laughs) hey, keep her running. I'll be right back. It's not going to take but a few minutes.
0: (laughs) All right, so
1: in August of 2008 there's a robbery. A robbery, I say. Now this is just a few minutes few minutes, a few months after Amy went missing. The home of Dave and Audrey Let's try that again. Yeah, Don, one, 3 one, yeah, two. 2 1 Here we go. All right. So the <laughs> home of the lawyer that Dave and Audrey have hired, Juan De la Fuente in Riviera del Sol was broken into so i know i have mastered the english language but to make sure that we understand where we're going right now just a few minutes after or, damn i did it again just a few months <laughs> within minutes i said within minutes sir you meant months with just in a few months of amy going missing the lawyer that the Amy's family had hired is his house is broken into. Huh. And the only thing taken from a lawyer's house was a laptop that he used to keep files on pertaining to Amy's case.
0: That's very interesting.
1: Along with both of Amy's phones and hard copies of files that he had received from. The police. Hmm. So, authorities, being the astute ones they are, were sure that the target of the robbery was taking anything pertaining to Amy's case.
0: Now, why do you think that is? That's, that is extremely strange.
1: That's my biggest question is... And again, we're kind of behind the eight ball over here. I don't know how how much it was in the papers. I know it was in Independent IE, which is a newspaper in Ireland, picked it up, and they've run a series of articles on it that I was able to read some of those, but I don't know how prevalent it was over there. I also don't know if the lawyer's name was ever in the press. If it wasn't, then you've got to be within a real close circle to know that lawyer has got stuff pertaining to Amy's case. This one turns my stomach, but anyway... In June of 2009, Audrey receives a phone call from a man who claimed to know the location of Amy.
0: Yeah, she's going to get, yeah, she's going to get almost, I guess, not really blackmailed, but she's going to get led down a road that they're going to ask for ransom. Yeah. She
1: would tell uh, the press that, quote, he went on to say he knew where she was. She had been kidnapped and she was in Madrid and the police were not to be involved. So I agreed, of course. He then said he'd ring me back with a name and address in two hours. Five hours later, after sitting with my phone in my hand and my heart in my mouth, I got a text to say, and I quote, Can you pay us 500,000 euros? That's a nice chunk of change, too,
0: now. It's a good amount of money. Yes. In American dollars. Yes. And it
1: goes on to state, quote, yes or no, send your answer now and we'll send you all the info you need. The phone number on this text is 672-564-687. I'll also give you the number he rang me on to 672-564-681. Now, Audrey would tell the press and authorities that the caller had an African accent. Now, authorities could not locate the caller, and the two phone numbers that were provided to Audrey were burner phones, so they couldn't be traced. Now, the caller never attempted to contact Audrey again, and according to authorities, this was a big wild goose chase and a dead end. Now, in 2012, Audrey and Dave claimed to have been contacted through Facebook by an, quote, underworld resource. And we told that Eric Lucky Wilson, a convicted murderer who was convicted to 23 years in prison in Spain for killing an Englishman outside a bar in Riviera del Sol in June of 2010, was also responsible for Amy's murder. Wilson was also linked to at least 10 different murders, and Audrey and Dave credited this tip as credible and they believe that Wilson, who was 24 years old in 2008, was the same man that people report Amy being seen with the night she disappeared. However, police stated that he was not in Spain when Amy went missing, and Wilson was never questioned about the case. Huh. Again, I don't know. I'll
0: save my opinion for later. <laughs> <laughs> that seems very... Freaking strange, if you ask me.
1: Well, yeah, it almost reminds me of the crazy lady down in Florida. I know that's not narrowing it down. There's a lot
0: (laughs) more specific. She said, You say crazy in Florida, that's (laughs) not narrowing anything down at all. That one crazy lady in Florida. Oh, yeah, I remember her. That one lady.
1: What was the late? What was a top mom? What was her name? Top mom. Her daughter, she said her daughter, she left her daughter with the uh, babysitter whose name was not real. She said she worked in in Orlando at Universal Studios and she hadn't worked there. She was. I don't
0: know. Jesus. I'm not aware
1: of this. Yes, you are. As soon as I say the name, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Casey Anthony.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very aware of that. Yeah, I've heard that one
1: before. <laughs> Casey Anthony. This reminds me of a lot of the Casey Anthony case. There's just shit coming out of Audrey and Dave's mouth that I just cannot fathom. Like, uh-huh. it's just not adding up, man. I'm not yeah, saying... Se- it's hard to throw... See, they
0: might know more than they're letting yeah.
1: on. Yeah. So, unfortunately, as Coach alluded to, on May 26th of 2013, Amy's brother, Dean, who was 23 at the time was found dead on the street outside the apartment of Audrey and Dave Mahone on Burnell Square, Northern Cross, in Malahide. Dean had been killed by a single stab wound. The perpetrator was none other than Dave Mahone.
0: Yeah. Um, Amy might have been on to something, trying to avoid him.
1: Yeah. Now, Dave would claim that Dean was the one who approached him with a knife and that the killing was an accident. Other reports state that Dave had picked up the knife during a verbal argument, and according to Dave, Dean, quote, ran into the knife. You know, because that's, uh-huh. yeah, that's what that's we do. That's
0: exactly what you do. Yeah, you
1: just run into it. Somebody got a knife, just run into it.
0: Like, Man, don't don't worry about stabbing me. I'm just going to run right into it. Yeah, right into it. Makes total fucking sense. I'm going
1: to run into it. You're only going to be able to puncture me once, but it's going to be fatal as I run into it. So Dave's defense team stated that forensic evidence would show that their client was innocent. But the prosecution believed that Dave in a drunken and agitated state willingly killed Dean. A friend of Dave's stated that when he went to the apartment at Burnell Square, he found photos of Amy all over the floor. Now on May the 6th of 2016, Dave, Super Dave Mahone, was found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to seven years in prison. Audrey Fitzpatrick quickly forgave young Dave and stayed devoted to him, stating that the death of her son was the sad result of an accident. Lady, you have bumped your head. Yeah. Now, interviewed outside the court, Amy and Dean's father, Christopher, stated that he believed the sentence should have been longer. It has been widely theorized that Dave killed Dean after he questioned Dave about Amy's disappearance. Now, some of the later developments in this case. In 2014, Spanish authorities stated that no suspect had been identified in the case. However, sources have now revealed that there has been progress and police are working on new leads, including the possibility that more than one person may have been involved in Amy going missing. The insider stated, quote, haven't given up finding out what happened to Amy. It remains a missing persons case. But the investigation is ongoing and police are looking at all possible scenarios. And there is a strong possibility that Amy was killed. The chances of finding her alive at this stage after so many years are very slim, but that is not to say there is no hope. Detectives have identified a male suspect that they are looking to interview. This man was well known to Amy and police have reason to believe that he did not wish her well, end quote. The insider goes on and states that it is understood that he may have worked with at least one accomplice who helped the person cover up his tr- or her tracks. The suspect has not been arrested yet due to a lack of evidence. The investigation team is putting together a file so that he can be interrogated. Now, Spanish police are concerned that the suspect may flee Spain if an arrest warrant is issued against him. The source went on to add, quote, The investigation team will take every measure plausible and possible to ensure that this man faces justice in Spain. It may be the police's only way of discovering where Amy was taken and whether she is alive or dead, end quote. So in 2014, it sounded like they had a person of interest. But they were being extremely careful to dot their I's and cross their T's just in case something got tipped off to this person. Yeah. And we saved the best shit show for last. In January of 2015, Audrey Fitzpatrick wed Super Dave Mahone before he was sentenced to go to prison. She told the independent Ireland news desk that, quote, I love him. He is children. my. Oh, it gets better. He is my rock. I will be proud to be his wife. End quote. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I, uh, there's no words, really. I mean, now Audrey would tell the paper that they had been engaged for the last eight years and they were making plans to marry, but put them on hold when Amy disappeared. And Audrey goes on to say that she had originally planned for Amy to be her bridesmaid and for Dean to give her away. A picture showing Audrey's engagement on the same hand as a tattoo saying Dino appeared in the paper. Audrey also told the paper she hopes their wedding day would, quote, bring a little happiness into their
0: lives, end quote. Wow.
1: Now, do you want to get on the plane with me to punch her in the face or am I on my own?
0: Oh, I'm booking the flight okay, right now. <laughs> I got it. I'm on Zillow, not Zillow. I'm on Expedia. I'm booking it right now.
1: Booking dot yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus, it's a
1: doozy, man. It's a doozy. Now in twenty, there's no just, words, I, man. It's
0: it's there's, no. There's nothing. There's nothing I can say. I can't say anything. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you're just dumbfounded. It's insane. Are we he watching? Son? Your son?
1: Yeah, he he killed your son. He you ma- married him before he went to jail for killing your son. He may or may not have a hand in your daughter's
0: disappearance. Your daughter was sleeping in a goddamn field yes. of fucking grass to avoid this man, and you. I, Mm.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Welcome to the dog side, young Padawan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, man. I, don't, I, I I can't understand this.
1: I just When I was typing my notes, I just kept getting madder and madder and
0: madder. I bet so. I don't blame you. Oh. Hell, I'm mad. Now, in
1: 2015, a friend of Amy's posted on a Reddit page that detailed her disappearance that, quote, I knew Amy very well when she lived in Dublin as she was best friends with my younger sister. Just before she disappeared, she wanted to come home to Dublin because she didn't like living in Spain. Her mother is poisoned and treated her and Dean terribly when they were kids before moving to Spain. It is also believed that he murdered Dean because Dean confronted him about Amy's disappearance. The only mystery is where Amy's body's at. She was never the type of girl who would run off with strange men, as the tabloids said at the time. In fact, she was a very shy girl. I still see her father in the area. He is a broken man. Imagine losing two of your children like this. Rest in peace, Amy. We still think of you every day. End quote.
0: Losing, not only losing two kids, but possibly from the same person. Right, man. Ugh. Like... i know man just
1: in 2020 spain police told the press that they believed that more than one person was involved in amy's disappearance after they were tipped by a woman who overheard a conversation between her boyfriend and a british gangster who was named a suspect talking about burying amy's body the woman also heard the gangster saying that he was infatuated with amy the suspect who is now serving time in prison in the uk refused to talk to spanish detectives as of now the case remains open and the police is still investigating. So here's what I run into when looking at this case. It's like the old way when in the states like they're the police are not talking to each other. They won't even like I know this the whole extradition bullshit too, but
0: yeah, they're not relaying the information to each other. No,
1: not at all. And then the other thing is I didn't know this, but Amy's aunt has led an online petition to get the European Union to change the laws so that there is a cold case unit for the entire European Union. I didn't know this, but there's no cold case units in the European Union, the UK, or Spain. Spain just says, look, man, it's just, they keep it active, and they kind of revisit it if something comes up. But there's no, it's not a cold case. So there's nobody, it doesn't go to like cold case detectives to get a fresh eye on. None of that shit's going on. So she's actually got a a pretty good chance at getting a lot of people involved in that signature page and maybe possibly getting some laws changed so that there are some cold cases.
0: That is crazy. (sighs) I did not know that. I didn't either. That was,
1: yeah, it's just wild. All right, so we'll get into theories. So the main theory out there is that Amy could have been killed due to ongoing abuse. She had finally had enough and was going to reveal it or her death happened during the abuse or Dave snapped and killed her possibly during an argument. Who knows? Now, the thing with the abuse is it can go a couple of different ways. It could be that Amy finally had had enough of either Dave belittling her mother and stood up to him. He smacks her or she runs in. She may have run into a knife. You know how that shit goes on.
0: I mean, I've heard that that's possible.
1: (laughs) It (laughs) may, (laughs) it may have also been physical abuse to Amy's mother. It could have been verbal abuse to Amy. There's a whole, that whole thing with abuse is not just centered on Amy. I mean, Amy could have tried to, you know, finally just had enough of it. Now, Dave could have also been abusing Amy in ways that are hard to fathom. And Amy found out that Audrey knew about it and finally confronted her mother and Dave. And that's when Dave snapped. And then, of course, I believe the brother was killed because he popped off at Dave and his mother and probably, you know, told them that that he thought that they did it.
0: Yeah, I think Dave's involved. Now I I don't speculate on a you know with no proof, but
1: there's just a lot of circumstantial evidence, dude. There's a whole lot. It sure does
0: seem like he might be involved in this.
1: There were some reports that Dean was not in a good place when he showed up to the house, and he had been self medicating. That may have been the case, but he didn't deserve to die. He lost his sister, man.
0: He didn't run into a knife. No, he
1: sure as hell didn't run into a knife. That's one thing I'm pretty much sure on. Uh,
0: in my experience with knives running into it is probably the least likely event. Yeah.
1: Now I'm
0: not just going to run into a knife.
1: Dean may also have been killed for much the same reasons as Amy could have been killed. And that is Dean finds out or witnesses or starts putting two and two together about Dave being manipulative to audrey and stands up to dave they argue dave threatens him with a knife one thing leads to another and one of the theories i saw online was basically dave is an abusive mind-controlling asshole and he found audrey who would allow him to walk all over her existing family just because she felt special by dave now, not knowing any of the backstory, like I said previously, about Audrey and Chris's divorce, one of the other theories is, Did were Amy and Dean planned children? Or were those pregnancies surprise pregnancies? Did Audrey resent being a mother young and a wife to Christopher? And then Dave shows up, starts showing her some attention, and convinces her to divorce Christopher, that could explain the move to Spain. Hey, you need to divorce him. I'm gonna move to Spain. We can have this life together. And then he gets saddled with the kids. It just seems like Dave might be one of them smooth talking pieces of shit, is basically
0: what I would get to. I think you might be right.
1: And I think the thing is, again, like you said, there's not a whole lot of evidence out there and we don't know if if anybody's come forward with it being a case in Spain and Ireland. But did Audrey all of a sudden get this attention and Dave's spending money on her and he's he's taking her to nice places and she thinks that Dave's gonna be the savior the whole thing of Dave being a master manipulator and then he be- just becomes a raging controlling fuck knuckle. So <laughs> 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 and the thing is the ki- if you go to the uh the abuse thing it could be one of those that Audrey could be punched drunk physically but she could also be punched drunk like verbally and emotionally like he could just break the shit out of her in the house and then he takes her out and he like portrays this persona that they're this happy couple and he's and she's just putting up with this shit because she can't get away from him and yeah, he I mean, sees the kids as baggage.
0: But she still married him. That's my thing. Are you that... He's going and to prison. Said in the paper that he's my rock or whatever the yeah. hell you said. He's my rock. What the It's almost fucking, like
1: mind control, dude.
0: This fucking guy.
1: There you go. This fucking guy.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just, this this, is, this will make you want to drink
1: some dark liquor. I can tell you that. And it's he not... must
0: have special uh, yeah
1: but my thing is this is uh, one of those like
0: a lady like that
1: this is one of those cases that's not like gory details this is one of those like psychological you know you kind of know what's going on but you can't prove it and you and your heart goes out to those two kids and it just ugh. Mm.
0: and dave may be totally innocent but i still think he's a piece of shit I mean, I, I again, I hate to speculate when we're talking about specific people and doing specific crimes, but, man, it just seems like this guy might be involved. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. He might, That's my theory.
1: Is he like, might know a thing or two about a thing or two.
0: Yeah, he's... he's uh, The more we talk about it, the more it seems like he may be involved.
1: You know, and again, I guess the dad, like, but he is from Dublin. I mean... He might, he might have some connections. Maybe we need to give Chris, old Christopher some money.
0: You're talking like IRA? Yeah. What are you talking about yeah. The real IRA? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, this is uh, you no. Know, I don't want to fuck with him. The youngest one was born right there in the early nineties, right at the end of all that shit. So I'm not saying. All I know is if,
0: if you're real IRA, I don't want to fuck with you, man. Nope. You're you're good. You're I good think y'all are book. great people. Yeah.
1: Y'all are misunderstood. <laughs>
0: Yep. Damn shame.
1: All right, coach, what is what is your
0: theory? I think he I mean I'm 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 on anti team Dave, man. I think he was involved.
1: Yeah, I guess my thing is I think at the very least he's culpable of neglect. He should be in prison the rest of his life for killing the Dean. There's no way he runs into that knife, but
0: No. You don't short run into knives. That's no. not how that's not how knives work. He
1: he may totally be innocent in this whole thing with Amy, but there's some, there was something going on in that house that kept Amy away because teenage girls well, I mean clearly. Teenage girls just don't sleep in freaking fields for shits and giggles, so
0: Not at all.
1: I don't know, man. I just this one just makes me angry. But I think Super Dave is involved. I think that, like I said, I don't know how involved with Amy's disappearance he is, but at the very least, he killed the brother.
0: Well, we all know, we know that. Well, I meant murdered, not manslaughtered. So no, no, he didn't manslaughter him. He straight up murdered him. Yeah, ass. yeah, he murdered him.
1: So that's about all for the Amy Fitzpatrick. I hope. I really do hope that some of these leads that they are chasing down, whether it's the unnamed person in the UK or if it's another I hope they are still tracking down those leads and I hope that that at least for the father he gets some closure. Um at the very least I hope he books a flight to Spain on Dave's release date.
0: Yeah. Meet him right at the fucking gate. Yep. With a nineteen sixty nine fucking
1: house. Right. Right, in a, yeah, with a nineteen sixty nine Cadillac going about eighty.
0: Right in the kiss,er.
1: Am I funny? Do I make you laugh?
0: <laughs> Do I mute you? <laughs> I'm here to make you laugh. <laughs> I don't know, man. You just, you just made me
1: laugh. He's <laughs> a funny guy.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, man. Recommendations. I'm gonna recommend the movie Goodfellas that we just quoted. That's a good. That's a good fucking movie. Like, what do I amuse you? I'm here for your enjoyment.
1: Well, what's funny is I rewatched the original Red Dawn last night, and I oh, for- wow. I forgot how cheesy some of the acting was. Yeah, they chew the scenery.
0: Yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze, man, he was a that's he right, over- before-
1: Dirty Dancing. So him and oh. Jennifer. <sighs> Him and Jennifer. I was
0: more like Roadhouse.
1: Roadhouse is by far my guilty pleasure movie. I know it's oh, shit, but I watch it every time it's on
0: AMC. Oh yeah, when it comes on AMC, you leave it on. The double douche. Ain't no changing that, man. Hey, mijo. <laughs> I thought you'd be bigger.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm gonna recommend. If you've not watched Roadhouse in a while, watch Roadhouse because there's some great one-liners oh, that's in there. Easy.
0: That's an amazing movie.
1: That old man. Now, look, how's $100 sound for you? You know, it's not about the money, but if I don't charge you something, the Presbyterians are going to pray for my ruination.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if it keeps you in good standing with the church, it ain't funny how money does that very thing. <laughs>
1: when, when he pulls him from the house, he goes, Are you okay? Are you okay? I'd be better if you'd get off of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But anyway. Oh, that's a good movie. God, that's a good movie.
1: All right, man. Well, you got anything else? You know I don't. Deuces.